Was there ever a time you felt that every action you do and every mistake you made, every, everyone is judging you? Have you ever felt had the feeling of desperately wanting to talk to someone only to have, to hold yourself back and, and say maybe next time, which led to maybe never? That, my friends, is called social anxiety. And I've been through it as long as I could remember. Maybe some of you have it too, but the lucky ones who don't fear human interactions, social anxiety really does get in the way of lots of things. And that's why we're all here to talk about it or to hear my experience or just to relate, you know? So reel in today's episode because today we are exploring the wondrous world of living with social anxiety. First of all, social anxiety is just a phobia of any social situation, whether it's meeting new people, starting conversations, being seen in public. People with social anxiety just feel like they'll do something embarrassing, say something stupid, or just feel like they're boring, not interesting enough. And, you know, physical expressions can be like blushing, sweating, shaking, and looking nervous, stuttering a lot. I always stutter when I get to my breaking point. Just really gets in the way of just having a normal conversation. Most people don't even know they have social anxiety. It usually starts around the adolescent stage, which where it happened for me. According to National uh, Collaborating Center for Mental Health in the UK, uh, they did a community study uh, where they gathered a group of adults with various anxiety disorders and followed them up for 12 years. Uh, 30% only uh, just recovered, and the rest uh, just got diagnosed with general anxiety disorder or panic disorder without agoraphobia. Taking from that study, we all know people don't really realize they have it or not. And it's really hard to overcome social anxiety. Some people don't even recover at all. But I looked through this article by, from Helpline and it really intrigued me. It gave me a whole list of ways to overcome anxiety and looking through it, I've actually tried a few of them seeing their like exposure hierarchy, which is writing a list of things from a scale of 10 to 100 that make you nervous. And you try to set goals for yourself to try to overcome every little thing. It's hard, but you know, having a positive outlook, trying to motivate yourself just gets you going. And deep breathing exercises, those also work too, like a lot. Then other like Maybe other exercises you might try, like, you know, tapping yourself up, you know, or like saying things to yourself. That also helps. But, you know, also therapy really helps, but too bad. I haven't tried it myself yet. Hoping to. But one that actually just got me confused was a self-help manual, which is basically just like a, a long book of to give you advice and to overcome a disorder. Other, like, there's other self-help manuals for other disorders, but this one just got me a little sketchy about it because the article said uh, it's a supplement to therapy. And I don't think a book would be a great way to just supple- completely supplement therapy. Looking through that, you know, uh, uh, accomplishing stuff might seem hard, but my friend, there's going to be lots of trial and error, but it's possible. 
Now, here's a small message from our sponsors. Now, after I'm back, after giving a small therapy session, my struggles with anxiety, there's been something else in the back of my mind that I want to share. So it's not all of you here listening struggles with it, uh, going through social situations. You guys are super lucky and I'm not here to invalidate you. But there are a few misconceptions some of you people may have thought of at one point. So that's why I'm going to debunk them all. Starting with all you fools saying only introverts have social anxiety. Not everyone who seems quiet all the time and like being alone at times have social anxiety. I love being around people and have very outgoing personality, but I still have social anxiety. Even according to Healthline, they state there's no one type of person who has anxiety. It's a medical condition and um, uh, people of all personalities and backgrounds deal with it for an Sarah. Some people think uh, people with anxiety like peace and quiet, so they try not to be so loud around them since they'll think it'll scare them. That's so annoying because, God, silence makes things more awkward and it gets me to think I'm doing something wrong or even, uh, or some people might feel like they're isolated or trapped and everything just feels so slow. Also, saying, saying just, hey, just take therapy and medication, you'll be fine. Um, just saying that isn't going to help anything, like saying, don't worry, you're going to be fine, calm down. Yeah, that's not going to help, it's not good advice, but, you know, it's okay. But, and, you know, just try to, you know, do exercise, eat right, you know, it sounds generic, I know. And I know not all of you people have thought of this, but there are actually some people out there who think anxiety comes from trauma. Sure, um... It's always, sure it happens, not always a case. A big bad thing doesn't always happen for someone to have a disorder. Uh, your anxiety can simply be triggered by having too much to do, changing routines, or even watching the news, says Grace, a uh, licensed mental health counselor. So I've called out some of you who used to think one of these stereotypes are true. That's okay, I'm not mad at you. You can always misconcept things sometimes. Well, I hope you learned a thing or two from today's episode. And if you're anxious, an anxious fellow like me, just know there's always going to be a way to get through it. Sure, there'll be some days where you feel defeated and hopeless. You're not weak, but you're not alone. There's always someone out there who cares. It's okay to feel the way you do. All of your feelings are valid. And heck, if I can do it, you can too. So I hope you all have a good day or night, and I'll catch you later.